0: is one that we all could use in this perilous times that we now live in. And if you already have this gift, then there is no doubt you are already sensitive to the things of the spirit realm and the power of darkness in which this world is operating. I can assure you Just like me, no matter where you go, you can see and feel the presence of evil all around you. These are, without a doubt, definitely the last days. Evil has increased in the land, but guess what? God has given some of us the spirit of discernment that we might be aware of what spirits are in our presence. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we will be concluding with our revelatory gift category with part three, Discerning of Spirits. Let's wrap. So far in this series, we have did our introductory to the gifts of the spirit. We also talked about word of wisdom. Last week, we covered word of knowledge. Today, we're going to be covering discerning of spirits. Let's take a look at the word discerning of spirits. Now, the dictionary defines discerning as the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. Discernment is the process of making careful distinction In our thinking about truth. As we begin to look at discerning of spirits from a spiritual point of view, we know that discerning of spirits is a powerful and mighty gift of the Holy Spirit that is given to some of the Christian believers to lift the veil and to expose what is happening in the spirit realm. Now, God wants to show us his heart. He allows us to distinguish the need of his people to be able to help the body of believers. Now, as we begin to look at the spiritual definition of discernment of spirits, we know that it is a gift given ability by the Holy Spirit to distinguish whether something is divine, whether it's human or whether it's of demonic origin or a source of what is present at that particular moment, whether it be of the atmosphere or encounter or an event. Or whether it's a prophetic message, whether it's good, evil, demons, angels, or just our own human spirit. Now, As we take a closer look at the word discerning of spirits, uh, the first thing we have to take notice of about this gift is that the S in the word spirits is small. It's a lowercase s. This means that it's not referring to the Holy Spirit. Anytime you see the Holy Spirit, it's going to be a capital S Referring to God's spirit. Anytime you see spirit, oh, and it's a lowercase s, that is referring to a lower spirit. Now, throughout our studies, we came to the understanding that there are three different kind of spirits that we need to be made aware of. You have a demonic spirit with the Lord S, you have God's angels, which are spiritual beings, and we have our own human spirit. Now, if this is your gift, this means that the Holy Spirit has given you supernatural discernment, insight, and knowledge involving these three kind of spirits. Many times, this gift will be used to fully expose what is going on and operating behind the scenes of the spirit realm or within uh, someone themselves. We're going to cover each one of those type of spirits that we might come in contact with when dealing with discerning of spirits. We know that there is demonic spirits. There's God angels, which are angelic beings or angelic spirits. And then there are human spirits, our own human spirits. Here's how you might use your gift when dealing with discerning of demonic spirits. Throughout this, uh, let's wrap. I'm going to spend a majority of this time talking about demonic spirits. Why? Because I feel they do not get exposed enough. Nowadays, we rarely talk about demons anymore. It's important to understand our enemy in order to be able to defeat our enemy. Just for the record, I want to set some things straight. In case you're listening to me right now and you're not aware, demon spirits are real, they do exist and should not be taken lightly or discredited for the role that they play in wreaking havoc on our society today. I have found out through monitoring or trying to monitor the cartoons that my granddaughter watches on television, that in most cartoons today, there is some sort of reference to witchcraft, demons, voodoo, or some form of evil. Our children are slowly being desensitized to evil and the things of the spirit realm, whether we realize it or not. One popular cartoon I began to watch with her practices voodoo, while another popular cartoon shows a little girl who is depicted as a good demon. How many of you out there are listening to me today knows that there is no such thing as a good demon? However, Hollywood or movie producers would love for us to think that these things are harmless. They're slowly desensitizing our kids, getting them used to seeing these things. All in innocence, we think that they're just watching regular little cartoons. Oh, there's no harm to it. What they're doing is setting up false illusions, making our kids think that these are things that can be played with. We should not dabble or play with things in the spirit realm. If you know anything at all about demonic spirits, you know that they are very real and still being allowed to roam in the air and interact with us in some degree of our lives. Even today, we can see them at work every day just turn on cnn or any news channel just listen to some of the news stories and try to convince yourself that pure evil demonic spirits does not exist as you know many times demons can literally enter into a person's body if they have an appropriate and a legal right to be able to do so many times we open up doors unaware all in the name of innocence, or I was just trying this, or I just had my palm read, oh, there's no harm to that. Oh, we just read these tarot cards, it's okay. Oh, I just brought in this statue and we have to be so very careful what we allow in, because what you're doing unaware is you're giving demons a legal right to be able to enter into your lives, into your body, into your home. And once they enter into someone's body, They will then try to hide themselves and not show themselves for fear of being cast out. If ever there was a time that we needed this gift operating in our lives to recognize and to expose these type of demonic spirits, now is the time. Hebrew 5 and 14 talks about the gift of discernment and it reads, But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their power of discernment, trained by constant practice and to distinguish good from evil. It's talking about the solid food is for the mature. That means when you're mature, you're eating solid food. The Apostle Paul talked about it. We should not be still drink, uh, drinking or sucking on milk, but we should be eating meat. We should be eating the solid food. It says for with those who have their powers of discernment. You have the power of discernment. You're now being trained. And constantly practicing to distinguish between good and evil, we should know we should have the spirit of discernment to tell what's right and what is wrong. There are many spirits in this world, including angels, evil spirits, human spirits, and the gift of the Holy Spirit that is within us, the believer. As I said earlier, we need this gift, the manifestation of the discernment of the spirits. We need it operating in our lives daily. It is God through his Holy Spirit that will enable us, those who have this gift to know if a person is saved, if they're unsaved, or if they're under the influence of a demon or just their own human spirit. Now, whether you have this ability or this gift to be able to discern, there is no doubt that you need to know that there is indeed a spiritual war or a battle raging around us daily. And the most common aspect of discerning spirits is dealing with demonic forces of this world. The Bible tells us in 1 John 4 and 1, test the spirits. It reads, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits and see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus Christ is not from God. This is the spirit of the antichrist which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. So the word was clearly letting us know that we cannot believe every spirit that's presented before us. The Bible is telling us clearly that we should test the spirit, see whether it's from God. And it's telling us that there are false prophets, many false prophets right now, all around you every day that you may be even be listening to. And if you don't have the spirit of discernment, you're not even aware that they are a false prophet, but it says, try every spirit by the spirit. Why? Because it should confess that spirit should be able to confess that Jesus has come in the flesh and is from God. It's that every spirit that does not confess that Jesus is God, it is of the antichrist. And it's already here in this earth today. You will at some point in your life encounter a demon. I assure you at some point, whether you recognize them or not, you're going to encounter a demon. How am I so sure? Because Ephesians 6 and 12 tells me, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of darkness of this world, against spiritual forces and evil, demonic power, spiritual wickedness in high places. We are wrestling every day, not against your brother, not against your sister, not against your children, But the Bible is telling us that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's not the person down the street. It's not your neighbor, but it's against authorities, against powers, against dark, wicked, evil spirits of this world. We're in a fight every single day. We're fighting against demonic powers. We're fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places assigned by Satan himself to destroy us. But thanks be to our father, God, who has equipped each and every one of us with his armor and given us power to deal with any demon that is signed to come up against us. Now, if you, in fact, have been given this gift of discerning of spirits, I want you to know it is God himself who will reveal to you information by his Holy Spirit about the presence or the non-presence of spirits. And these include, uh, again, it includes demonic spirits, it includes angelic beings, it includes our human spirit, it includes the Holy Spirit. I personally know without a doubt that I have a ministry of deliverance, which includes spiritual warfare. So with me knowing that throughout the years of being engaged in spiritual warfare, studying about spiritual warfare, as I stated before, once you know you have this gift, you should dive into the gift, stir up the gift, begin to learn more about your gift, how to effectively operate the gift. With that being said, on many occasions, I have been able to discern the presence of a demon. Now, many times when ministering, God will begin to reveal to me or discern to me that a demon is present. Just because a demon is present doesn't mean that I'm going to go over there and immediately begin to cast a demon out of someone. Based on God's direction that he's given me and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, he began to let me know whether or not I should engage in casting the demon out of somebody. How many know just because you come in contact with a person with a demon doesn't mean you should immediately cast it out. That person has to be ready or else you can cause that person to be far worse off than they were when you first encountered them. How do I know this? The Bible tells us in Matthew 12, 43 through 45. Let's look at that. It says when an evil spirit comes out of a person, it travels through dry places looking for a place to rest, but it doesn't find it. So the spirit says, I will go back to the house I left. When the spirit comes back, it finds the house still empty, swept clean and made neat. Then the evil spirit goes out and brings seven other spirits even more evil than it is. And they go in and live there. So the person has even more trouble than before. The same way is with evil people who live today. So that's why we have to be wise. We have to be smart. You can't just go run up on somebody and begin to cast out demons as soon as you recognize that there is a demon. That person has to be willing and ready to be free and ready to put in the work to stay free. Because again, you're going to make the person worse off than they were the first time. And the Bible says the same way is with evil people that live today. Maybe this is why so much evil is in the world. I remember in the old school time, they didn't take no prisoners. They ran up on you and kind of demon. You was coming out. You was coming out immediately, but you have to have wisdom. We have to uh, be very wise and we have to rely on the Holy spirit when it comes to the gifts that we have been given, we have to totally rely on the guidance of the Holy spirit. And always remember that these gifts have been given to us to glorify God. These gifts are not for our own use. They're not uh, for show. They're not to bring attention to ourselves. The Bible tells us in Luke 10 and 20, it constantly reminds us, nevertheless, do not rejoice in it um, that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice that your name is recorded in heaven. We should not get puffed up or we should not get the big head rejoicing that we've done something great or that we have these gifts. I have the gift of wisdom. I'm going to be great. I have the gift of knowledge so I can do this and I can do that. I have the gift of discerning of spirits or I have the ability that demons are subject to me that I can cast them out. But no, we should rather rejoice that our name is recorded in heaven, that our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Now, the second spirit was God's angels or God's angelic beings. We know that God's angels are also spirit beings. They are sent from God as ministering angels, also as warring angels, as as messenger angels. We know throughout the Bible, angels appeared often to many people. We also know that the Bible warns us that Satan and his demons are the biggest counterfeits. The Bible tells us that they have the ability to appear as angels of light when really they come to steal, kill, and to destroy. We know that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and we know that he is a liar. He's the father of liars. We all know that there are many false religions that exist today. How do we know this? We know because they claim that an angel of the Lord appeared before them and gave them their calling. These are now worldwide religions that millions of people now follow. I wonder what would have happened if they would just have followed First John 4 and 1. If they would have, in fact, tried the spirit to see if it was of God, what would have happened? Would those religions still exist today? Now, me personally, I cannot say that I have seen an angel physically, that an angel have appeared before me in an angelic state but there is no doubt in my mind that many times the presence of an angel has been evident in my life, protecting me from seen and unseen danger. However, if an angel did appear before me or you for that matter, we should immediately use first John four and one, try the spirit by the spirit. And I mean by the Holy spirit. And according to 1 John 4 1, the test of that real test will be two simple declarations or statements. Number one is can that angel identify Jesus Christ as their Lord and Master? Can that angel say that Jesus came in the flesh and is human and divine, that he was God's son. If the angel cannot do that, then it's not an angel. It's a demonic spirit. It is in fact a counterfeit masquerading as an angel of light. And you have been given the power to command it, to leave you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now when we begin to talk about the human spirit, just like we have a father, son, and the Holy spirit. We are tripart beings. If you have not heard our less rap teaching on this series, I encourage you to do so under the message title of Be Made Whole Spirit, Soul, and Body. As I said many times before, we are not natural beings living a spiritual experience. On the contrary, we are spiritual beings living a natural experience. So not only do we have to be discerners of demonic spirits. God's angelic spiritual beings, but we also have our own human spirits. We have to be aware that we may not be dealing with a demon or angelic spirit when you're dealing with people, but you may be dealing with their own human spirit. Remember, we are all born in sin, shaped in iniquity. If you in fact meet someone with a bad spirit, it just means that they have not submitted their human spirit over to the leadership of the Holy Spirit we have to understand that we have to submit ourselves over to the Holy Spirit, that Jesus might be Lord of our lives and not we ourselves. Not everyone that has a bad spirit has a demon. It could very well be their own human spirit. They have been cultivated by their upbringing, by their environment, years of sin imper thoughts. They have become strongholds in their mind. Examples such as rapists, uh, pedophilias, Okay, maybe you're saying that's not me. Well, what about scammers, cheaters, liars, manipulators? They all have bad human spirits. And most of these behaviors are learned behaviors. Have you ever met someone that just has a bad attitude? All the time. Nothing ever good come out of them. Never right. Always something's wrong. Well, it's not a demon. They just have a bad spirit. Try the spirit. Know the difference. The Bible tells us not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind through the word of God. This is the only way to get our human spirits right. They have to be transformed through the renewing of the word and submitted to God. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today, but I do encourage you to come back in next week to hear part two, the conclusion of discerning of spirits on our next, let's wrap. We're going to be covering what the signs are that would allow you to know if you have this gift of discernment, you don't want to miss this. As I said before, this is a gift that the Lord has gifted me with and I love talking about it. I'm encouraged about it. And I want you to know if you too have the gift of discernment. So tune in next week to hear the conclusion of discerning spirits. Like always, we do thank all of our listeners out there, who listen, who comment, who like, who share. Want you to continue to listen to our podcast. And those who are listening by way of podcast, if you have not yet went to our Facebook to be a part of our Facebook family, we do encourage you to do so. You can find us on Facebook at yasha ministry walker that's y-a-s-h ministry walker w-a-l-k-e-r i thank each and everyone for taking the time to listen to our podcast again i am elder shenina walker until next time have a blessed day